Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. It's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Master Your Being. I hope you are doing well today. Let's talk about your perspective and pain (laughs) and how your perspective is probably creating pain for you that doesn't actually need to be there. What if your interpretation of your experience is causing you more pain than the experience itself. Is that a possibility? And what if you had control over that? What if that was something you could do something about, right? So we're back to this basic idea that we don't have control over external experience. So one of the things that we have control over very early on in the process is what the mind does with the experience that it sees around it or that it tries to interpret. I've discovered through a long time of doing this that simple answers are the best because they're the easiest to understand. And they are enough to, at least for me, to keep the mind happy. So sometimes the simple answer is there's pain there the end. I don't necessarily need to understand that pain. I don't need to know what the pain is. I don't need to know why it's there. I could just see that there's pain there and have that be okay. We don't always need the big complicated answer. And the problem with the big complicated answer is that it usually includes a lot of drama, a lot of color, a lot of excitement, a lot of adjectives, and a lot of our own pain and previous experience. So when we want to make up stories, it turns into this person doesn't care, they only care about themselves, they don't like me, they don't give a rat fig about this, that, or the other thing, they're doing this, they're doing that, blah, 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 blah. So we make up those kinds of stories and those stories are very defensive. It's this person doesn't care about me. This person only cares about themselves. This person is doing this because of this. Those stories are very defensive. They're very defensive. And what that is, is the ego, your own ego, trying to protect you by putting up this wall, by putting up this boundary and deciding by deciding that the other person doesn't care, it makes it easy for the ego to shut down. It makes it easy for the ego to put the wall up, to walk away, to tell the other person off. It makes it easy for you to simply stop. But there's a problem with that. Because what if the other person isn't doing that because they don't care? And then you say, well, they shouldn't be doing that if they don't care. The reason why they're doing that thing 
is that there is some pain there. We don't know what the pain is, but there is pain there. They are doing that thing because they are projecting pain. Likely, they are defending and protecting that pain for themselves. So why are you defending yourself from somebody else's pain? Why do you feel the need to do that? And better yet, why do you take that personally? Why do you take their pain personally? It's their pain. It's not yours. It's got nothing to do with you. It's their crap. Why are you taking it personally? In scenarios like this, your interpretation of what other people are doing causes you more pain than what's actually happening. Because they're just busy projecting their pain around, throwing their pain around, and you're busy being wounded. So the thing that's causing you pain is not them throwing their pain around. It's you busy being wounded that's causing you pain. So if you just knock it off, it stops. Just don't do it. It's very easy. Recognize that the story you're telling about why this person is doing what they're doing is causing you more pain than what they're actually doing. Just recognize that. You're injecting all kinds of drama into things that don't need drama. The other person is in pain. The end. It's not about you. It doesn't doesn't affect you. It's not your thing. It's not your stuff. You don't have to deal with it. You can simply let them throw their pain around and walk away. You don't have to do anything. You don't even have to defend yourself. Your interpretation of what they're doing causes you more problem than what they're actually doing. In most cases. So why do we like the stories? Why, why, do we, why do we prefer the drama? And in your head, you've already come up with a scenario. I know you have. You're already thinking of some past scenario and you've made up a big story and you're arguing with me in your mind. <laughs> and that's okay. Argue with me. Go ahead. Why do you like the drama so much? Why do you like the color? Why is that so much more exciting to you? And why when I tell you it's all just a story and you don't need any of it, you argue with me and you actually defend the problem? Why, why does that happen? What is all of that? Some of that is your own pain. Some of it, not all of it. Some of it is your own pain. You're defending your own pain. Because it's possible and likely that this person triggered an old wound of yours as well. So if they were busy insulting you and doing their thing, it is likely, intentionally or unintentionally, that they knocked at a wound that you have. 
And it doesn't matter whether they do it intentionally or unintentionally. Don't make up a story. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Just recognize that they probably knocked at a wound. They knocked at your own insecurity. So now your first job is to defend that. The ego is a natural self-defense mechanism. That's just what it is and what it does. It's why it's there. It's part of the reason why it's there. It's not the only reason, but that's part of it. The ego naturally wants to defend itself. So, so there's just that. There's just the ego doing ego things, right? And we don't make that a bad thing. It's just how the ego functions. We accept that. What we do is we learn how to work with it. This is part of that process. This is part of learning how to work with the ego. We recognize what the ego does. It's not a bad thing. It just is, okay? So we're not judging it as good or bad. We're just saying this is what it does. The ego is going to naturally defend you. That's just what it does. And then, right? Your wounds are going to come into play. Your interpretation of what the other person is doing is going to come into play. The story you make up in your head that they don't care or that they hate you or that they're just whatever, it doesn't matter. None of that is true, but that's a good story. And it's playing into how you feel about what they're doing and how you're reacting to them. That perception affects how you react and respond to other people, doesn't it? So that perception that you need to defend yourself is causing you pain, but then it's causing you also to throw that pain back at the other person. Your need to defend yourself makes you put up boundaries, call people names, do things, right? To try to get them to stop. But what does that do? Now you've engaged in that snowball fight I talk about all the time, right? Pain is just a snowball fight in my world. That's all it is. So people throw a snowball at you and you immediately want to pick it up and toss it back. But now you've engaged in the snowball fight. And when you engage in the snowball fight, that's what creates dysfunctional relationships is the snowball fight back and forth. The way to fix most dysfunctional relationships is to simply stop engaging in the snowball fight. Do not play that game. In order to stop playing that game and do it in such a way that it's not a defense mechanism, that it's not manipulative, that it's not done in a, in a way that's actually creating pain, in order to do that properly, you have to be able to stay out of the pain. You have to be able to clear up your perspective first. So stop playing. When you stop throwing snowballs back, it forces the other person to make a choice because snowball fights for one are boring. So now the other person has to make a choice. Do I want to be in a relationship where I can't throw snowballs or am I just here for the dysfunction? I'm here for the snowball fight. The truth is you don't have to make a choice. 
Because by changing your reaction, by changing your response, by no longer throwing snowballs, you make the other person decide whether or not they want to be in the relationship. You don't like that because that's an unknown. You want control over that choice. And that makes you engage in the argument more. And what I want you to keep seeing here is that you don't get control over the other person. You don't have to take on their pain. Your perspective is causing you pain and you can drop that. But you defend the whole thing because ultimately it doesn't give you control. The whole thing comes back to I don't want to lose them. I don't want them to walk away. I want them to stay in the relationship. And I want them to stay in the relationship in the way that I want them to be in the relationship. And so I'm just going to fight with them until they give in. You create your own pain. Because you're unwilling to give up the control. You're unwilling to shift your own behavior. You create your own pain. When the bills are unpaid, money's a problem. And the bill is unpaid. How much of that is your own pain? The bill is unpaid. That's the whole story. But what else is there? What are you making up in your head? Are you telling the story about how the world is out to get you and the economy sucks and all, all, the, all the other stuff? Are you telling the story about how you can never make ends meet and how, how bad it is and, and all this? Are, are you telling the stories? I know those stories well because I've told them myself many times in my life. Are you doing that? See, the story is very simple. The bill is unpaid, period. That is the whole story. But when you make up stories about the economy and how jobs stuck and you can't get paid and blah, 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 and you make up all the other things, now you have a problem. Sometimes my tarot cards will be like, stop inventing. They're inventing complications <laughs> because we make up stories. We invent extra problems. We invent complications. We want to make up a story. Right? So we invent complications around the unpaid bill. Right? We invent complications around the car trouble. We invent complications around the things that happen in our lives. All the time. We make up reasons why not. That's not, that perspective causes you pain. It causes you to defend yourself all the time, over and over and over and over again. What I've learned to do, and by the way, my ego will still try to make up stories in the background. It's great fun when it does that. But 
I'm aware of those now. Like, I'll catch that. <laughs> my, my ego will be going on and I'll be like, you're a nutcase. Knock it off. But what I find works best is very simple answers. Just enough to keep my mind from needing to buy into the story the ego wants to make up. I don't need big drama. I don't need to invent complications. I don't need to make problems that don't exist. I can figure out how to get to a simple answer that doesn't add in any pain. It does not add in any pain. And those answers are the best ones. Right? The simple answers offer no blame, no shame, no guilt, no victimization of you or, or the other person or other people. They offer no pain. There's no big open wound there. There's no, no, no drama, no trauma. It's very, very simple. It doesn't always give us a full reason for why. And the more attached you are to understanding why, the reality is probably the more pain you're going to feel. Because the why in relation to other people, we generally won't have. We might be able to guess, depending on how well we know the person. But the why in relationship to other people, more often than not, we won't get full truth around. We won't ever really know. And we kind of have to accept that, right? We have to get to the place where we understand that we don't have full clarity around other people. We have a pretty good idea if we know the person really well. We have a pretty good idea. We can guess, but we don't ever really know what's going on for that person or where that pain they're throwing around is coming from. We can we have a good idea, but we don't know exactly. And we have to be okay with that, and we have to be careful to not want to fill in the blanks. <laughs> don't fill in the blanks. Don't try to make up a story that fits in there. Don't craft yourself a block to put in the hole. Don't do it. Because the problem with doing that is you're going to create pain for yourself when you do it. It's a natural, normal thing that humans do. When we go to fill in the blanks, we add pain. Pain is a standard ingredient we have in our lives, isn't it? It's one of those things. It's like flour in a cake. Like you have to have some kind of flour there. It doesn't matter if it's just regular old all-purpose flour, if it's almond flour. It doesn't matter what kind of flour it is. But there's got to be some flour there. Rice flour, it doesn't matter. There's got to be some kind of flour there, right? You need flour to make a cake. And pain becomes like the flour in a cake. It doesn't matter what kind of pain it is, but you got to put some in there. We have this thing. We like to put pain into everything. 
But what if we don't need to put pain into everything? What if we can stop doing that? By recognizing that when we go to fill in holes, when we go to make, fill in the gaps in the story, the answers we don't have, we're going to put pain there. <clears throat> and we're not going to put the other person's pain in there. We're going to put our crap in there. So now we go next door and we borrow flour from other people to add into the cake. <clears throat> we're not just happy enough with our own flour. No, we got to add other people's flour in too. That's what we do. That's what we do. And that's where the problem is. Stop taking pain and dumping it into things. Stop adding more. And this is all perspective. Like, everything is just how you see it. It's how you interpret it. That's, that's all of this. It's the whole thing. It's just how you see it. It's how you choose to interpret it. The next time something happens in your life, watch how you interpret. Watch what you do with it. Watch yourself. You can. You can back off and watch yourself. Watch your ego. Watch what your ego is going to do with the story. Watch what your mind does with the story. Watch how your feelings help wind up that story as well. Because if now you're a wounded bird, right? So now your feelings are hurt, right? Watch what that does. The feelings are like fuel to the fire. The feelings make the whole thing worse, right? Because now you're hurt. Oh, goodness. Okay, so now we're hurt. So now, so now the mind feeds on that pain. Well, you're hurt, so we're going to make it up. The ego wants to, protect the, wants to protect you from those feelings, so now it makes up more of a story and starts blaming and projecting. Oh, my goodness. And that's a giant, vicious loop. The feelings are literally adding fuel to that fire of story and ego and drama and pain. But if you can back off and just watch that happen, you'll see it. You'll see it. You can watch it happen for yourself. And then you can shut it down because now you have the power to recognize it. Once you see it, you, it, it, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you know, you know. You're, you're going to see it right away and then you're going to go, holy crap. When you realize that, it's, it's, it's a moment. You, ha you have a moment. The first time it happened for me, I, it was definitely a moment. It was like, holy Moses, right? Look at that story, right? Look at how good that story is. And I still have to laugh at myself sometimes, the stories the mind wants to make up, right? Like, what the heck are you on? Like, wow, wounded much? Like, holy Moses. Yeah, like you just have those moments. And it's like, okay, we don't need to do that. 
And that's the benefit of being able to sort of step outside of yourself a little bit and see it. It's like, I can make a choice at that point. I don't need to do that. I don't need to go here. I don't need to have, I don't need to play that game. I don't, I don't need to respond that way. Right. Right. And slowly I've been teaching myself to stop picking up other people's pain and toss it back. Right. I've I've been teaching myself to do that. I, I simply just don't take things on anymore. And it's interesting when you do that because it immediately changes pretty much your relationships with everybody. Because then they have to learn what's different, right? It makes them figure it out. And then they have to decide if they want to be in the new relationship. Oh, she's no longer going to do that. Okay. But what does that mean for me? <laughs> right? Those are Those are the kinds of things that start to happen. And it can take time for those changes to occur, but they will occur. And the thing is, it's not under your control. You can't get demanding about it, right? You just have to sort of stand your ground in terms of this is how I'm going to be in the world now. And other people get to figure it out, right? But you're not doing this in a wounded, triggered, traumatized way. This isn't, I'm making everybody walk on eggshells around my wounds. This is, I'm not engaging in the snowball fight of pain. Right? I'm not catering to your wounds any further. I'm not going to be a jerk. I don't need to be a jerk, right? It's not, that's not what we're doing. Right? I can be compassionate, I can be sensitive, I can be nice, I can be kind, I can do all of those things. I do not have to be a jerk at any point. But I still have the ability to say I'm not going to engage in the snowball fight of pain. I still have the ability to manage my behavior in such a way that I can be nice and not engage at the same time. I can do both. Right. And the more your ego wants to argue with that, the more work you got to do. If you're in your head defending that right now, you got work to do. Right. That's bringing up some pain. And what you need to figure out right there is what the pain is. If you're arguing with me this whole time, figure out where the pain is. Get get underneath the, the story. And figure out where the pain is. What is it about relationships? What is it about those wounds? What's back there? Right? Is it trust issues? Is it insecurities? Is it control? What is it? Right? What's the issue? Right? You're getting a clue so that you can figure out what the wound is. So once you understand what the wound is, then your next step is to figure out how it shows up in your relationships with other people. And I promise you it's in every relationship you have with other people, even the relationship you, you consider good, right? Or okay. There's, it's still there. The wounds are there. Find it. How is it showing up? What are you being shown right now? 
If you're arguing with me through the whole way of this podcast, you figure it out. (laughs) Figure out what that is for yourself. Figure out how it's showing up for you and how you can shift it. I promise you it's possible to shift it. You just have to decide that you're ready to do that work and that you're ready to stop defending the problem. And that you're willing to heal and you're willing to stop blaming other people. You're willing to stop victimizing yourself. You need to stop all of those things. You need to figure out how that looks and move from there. Right? So I'm going to use that as an opportunity to sort of shamelessly plug two things here. The first is the new program I have out, which is called Relationship Goals. It is a five-week program um, with one two-hour live session every week where we're talking about, and this isn't supposed to be personal relationships here. The idea is is the bigger goals and dreams, the things that we have. So it can be well-being, it can be just being happy, or it can be, you know, an external goal of some kind. I want to achieve X, right? I want to, I want to do this. I want to change my life in this way. I want to go over here and do that other thing, right? The goal can be big. The goal can be small. It doesn't, it's not about that. But it's the idea of if, if this is something that you run away from, you're wanting to make this kind of a change, you're wanting to do something, but you keep running away from it. That's the point of this program, Relationship Goals, is to help you deal with the thing that you keep running away from, to help you be able to stay in the room. So that's what we're doing there. You can find more information about that. I'll put the link um, to it in the description of this podcast. And the other way that you can work with me is privately, either through one-off sort of individual sessions or through the private coaching packages that I offer. I'll put that link down below. Working with me privately is going to get me focusing on what's going on for you. And we're going to do perspective work because that's where, that's where my, that's where my focus is. Perspective. How are you seeing it? right? I'm not a trauma coach. I, 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 I don't go digging for pain. We don't, we don't go snorkeling in pain. I don't totally believe in the idea of shadow work. But what I do is I look at the story you're telling. Where's the blame? Where's the shame? Where's the guilt? Where's the victimization? Right? Where's the pain in the story? And what we do is we work on the perspective and we shift it so that you don't have to be afraid, so that it doesn't hurt anymore, right? And we're not manipulating anything, right? The, the what happened in life, it just is, right? They did this, they did that, they did the other thing. This thing happened, that thing happened. It just is, right? That's all neutral. What did you do with it within yourself? That perspective and that story and all the pain that you stored up along the way, all of that, we need to work through the focus. We need to work through our perspective on that and figure out how it's playing out in your life. And then slowly over time, as you're comfortable with it, begin to change how you show up in the world so that you're no longer dealing with that pain, right? So you can work with me in a one-to-many kind of a setting through relationship goals. You can work with me privately. Um, if you want me to hyper-focus on it and, and walk you through it step-by-step, step. it's something that that I've been doing for myself. That's how I got here. That's why I do this. Um, and it's something I can teach you how to do as well. <laughs> 
Okay, so all the information, I'll put all the links down below for you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope that was helpful to you. I will be back next week with another episode of Master Your Being. This is Della Ren. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe from wherever you're listening to this on. Thanks so much, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Ren. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.